Thoughts on that? I I didn't even understand that the, the, the words that were the transition the words were that coming out of her mouth. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, we we've seen this administration the, the the way they got into office. You know, their their strategy and tactics to be stubborn, to deny, to stick with something. I mean, to to continue to stick to the point that it was the right decision is is absolutely ludicrous. ludicrous. The o- the only thing that saved the Americans over the last few days was this ad hoc group of patriots who selflessly came together, many of which went forward. And, and then the military, the Department of State folks, the other agencies that defied orders and, and worked with this ad hoc group to get these people out. I, I, I don't understand what, what, what it is they're talking about. Explain ad hoc for the viewers that don't understand that term. Well, the, the, you know, what we, we, use a, we use a term in the military as well. Where the, it, wasn't, it wasn't a unit. This was a bunch of guys and gals just coming together. It, it, it all happened at once. The, the jock that was running most of this, there were, it, was in one, it was in one place overseas, a handful of guys, and another hotel room in, in Washington, D.C., you know, I mean, th- this was literally a bunch of people that came together and started tr- to try to put this fire out. And un- unfortunately, David, I-, I can admit something that the Biden administration fails to admit. There were mistakes. We we failed to coordinate and synchronize things. There there were things that were coming in, coming in, coming in that sabotaged other efforts. There was a lot of friction. But but I can look myself in the mirror each morning, recognizing that that was the fog of war. That was the heat of battle. This was a battle that Joe Biden and the administration fell backwards into that was unnecessary from the start. It could have been everything could have yeah. been different if they would have found really followed the neo. We were pressing it, we were telling people put pressure the neo the non-combative evacuation operation. That could have that could have been executed. There wouldn't have been loss of life. We could have gotten everybody out if it started in advance. David the administration turned this into the Alamo overnight. They turned it into the Alamo. And now the Alamo is gone. And now it's going to be that long, slow roll. So I'm, I'm, I'm comforted to hear that you, you are receiving a little bit of comfort to, to, to recognize what our assessment is, is there will be controlled barbarism. You know, there will be, there will be controlled savagery by, by the Taliban. Which is still horrible. I mean, it's still, still horrible, but, oh, yeah. but, it, but, it, but it's, it's going to be controlled and, it's, and it, it, it's going to be very intentional and it's going to be to affect the markets and it's going to be to affect the political markets. The, the, they're going to use these, this, these tactical, you know, atrocities to achieve strategic successes. They are so far ahead of, of what the Western world is thinking about right now and very, very specifically the Biden administration. So we, we really want to continue to ask for people's prayer. The idea of the resettlement, David, all we've done is we've gotten these Afghan uh, allies that have been vetted to a degree to a third country. Some of them are in the United States. They're scattered all across the globe. We are years from getting them settled and reoriented and reintegrated. So even once this eva- uh, evasion and evacuation planning ends and we've got all the Americans out, and we've got all the Afghan allies out, the job is still not over there. And then that's when ATP pivots from our high-risk ministry focus to the trauma relief. Because all these people and what they've lived through for the last 20 years and trying to integrate them into a, a new culture is going to take a lot of work. So I really I really hope and pray 
that people maintain the, the level of intensity and commitment yeah. to to the long road of of healing that's going to be forthcoming. Um, and then also recognize what's coming down the pike and don't call black white and white black. Or don't call evil good and good evil like it's that, that, that's the exactly what the Bible says, right? In the last days, good would be called evil and evil good. And that's the comfort of knowing what scripture says, that this is all part of a what we would consider end times action. And there's a way for Christians, those of people of faith, to occupy and do what's right, to be light and darkness. And that's what we that's what we try to do as an organization, as a ministry, ultimately is to glorify God. And and um, we need people's prayers and again continued support because what we've got coming is a long game and I hope people don't lose the heart but actually get plugged in to a solid approach and planning for the future otherwise it can be a waste of money and and lives can be lost. I want to get your feedback on this. This was uh, right after the last plane took off from Kabul Airport. Uh, this is the celebration of the Taliban. It goes on for some time there. They're probably shooting our weapons. Those are our tax dollars at work in the hands of the Taliban. What is it, what is it, uh, how does it make you feel uh, as veterans, as men that have served this country to see such a celebration from the Taliban in an area that we had brought a massive amount of stability to given the region, the women there, uh, women's rights. My wife was sharing with me that uh, she's a cyclist, that, that their women had taken up cycling over there that used to be allowed. Women couldn't ride bicycles. They can't drive cars. They're cycling. Now there's an attack on bicycle shops and people that are in the cycling group. All of that, all of that progress that Jen Stocky now says is actually we've got progress on this side. I don't know where she's coming up with that. All that progress and then all the lives wiped out. There was a a, a folk uh, singer that they targeted and assassinated and killed, just executed because he just sang, you know, Afghan folk music. And he was well he was well known. Uh, he's gone. So to see them celebrating like that after the years and the lives lost from our military, how do you well, feel? Look, well, look how backwards things are just by the fact that they're expending ammo. We're here in the U.S. We can't we can't go out there and waste ammo. It's too dang expensive. It shows yeah. how messed up things are just by their celebration. I just you can't. always have. You always have a way to look at the other side of things. <laughs> I'm looking at the. I'm you see that? Going. You see they're wasting ammo. We can't even do that here. We right? don't have ammo to waste here. Sense a bullet, like holy cow! What did we just witness? <laughs> yeah, uh, and they'll oh they'll be gosh. getting that back. They'll be resupplying. But again, we know that there's Chinese already there working the IT, and what we're hoping again, just as a side note, we hope the cartels and them get to a huge battle over over drug rights and, and transportation. So yeah, mm. it's it's extremely frustrating. I mean, that's the world we live in, honestly. Yeah. It, it, it's not even tongue in cheek, David. When we, yeah. when we spoke earlier, it was one thing I had to get talked to. Our, our real hope is that the that the cartels mobilize and, and fight against the Taliban for, for the for the drug market. That's our only hope, is, is these yes. two, you know, wow. worst of worst, 
going going to to work against each other because the United States is, is done and and it it, it makes it, it's it's hard for me to see you know I I can I can control my emotions uh, it's it, it's hard to see and on the other hand they did exactly what they said they were going to do they were going to outlast us they're going to chip away at our morale they were going to chip away away at the undergirdings that make America what America is. And, 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 it, and it took them 20 years. If, if you think back to 9-11, which is coming up in a couple of days, mm. if you think back to who America was and the, and the unity that we had in 9-11, and I'm in 20 years, wow. what, what this, this Taliban ideology has, how it has spread a, a, across the globe and how deep-rooted it is right here in, in the U.S., it's, it's mind-boggling. I mean, think about it. Those of you watching... Are we closer as a nation or further apart since 9-11? That, that, that is, it shows proof of the strategy of the long-term of terrorist group who plan and have a long wait game. And if America is going to survive and thrive, we had better come together as a nation, get solid leadership in every aspect, starting at people's hometowns. Because believe me, when we're doing stuff overseas, and we're trying to help and do the things that we do. It's very painful to look back and, and see America deteriorating because we do work here, too. I mean, we're working with the vets. We have uh, we have a huge outreach going to go on in Fort Carson. We're in military bases. We hunt pedophiles. But we need Americans to come together and have a moral code of what's right and wrong. And, and give young people a purpose and a mission beyond just destroying America. Yeah, I know. I think what a lot of people don't understand, I, I, I had learned about this years ago, is that communism will work with the radical jihadists. They'll work together. They did in Nazi Germany in that, that era. Uh, Islam, the Muslims, the radical Muslims were, were just fine to work with uh, the Nazis because it carried out their agenda. So here in our in our country, we've got communism through Marxism that's webbed, weaved its way into, uh, you know, class warfare, race warfare, Black Lives Matter, BS, school systems, teachers teaching hate against the foundation of this country. Communism has seeped in into our country. It's already here. And now it's it's rearing its ugly head. We see it pop up in all these different things. And they'll work right alongside with the jihadis that would love to wipe us all off the map. And then they and then then the hard part's done. Then they can figure out who runs everything. Well, and you know what? We have to accept responsibility of what we're responsible for as a nation. And there's a lot of passivity. There's a lot of laziness. There's a lot of apathy. And yeah. for us, we don't complain or point the finger. We assess, make a decision, and provide a solution. And American people have to do the same. You have to, We have to be self-aware as a nation and go, what are we responsible for? Have we really, have we done our part to control the school boards? Have we done our part? Exactly. Uh, to put money forth, to get out of our comfort zone, to do more than what the other side and what other groups are doing. And if not, then you know what? People need to look in the mirror and take a hard, long look and go, I'm responsible for this. Honor our families. Yeah. Honor, honor the, these God-given rights that we are responsible for upholding. And David, one thing that, that I just wish people could unite on, specifically with, with Afghanistan, you hit upon it just a minute ago, is the women's rights. Please, like, can, can we not unify behind women's rights? Because j just where's like, the Me Too movement? J just like we will assess that there's there's going to be this controlled barbarism. What I also will assess 
is you will not see a woman in position of power because that's, that's a red line. You know, when, when you, when, when we see a, a woman in, and we're not talking about an Obama red line. Cause then he just moved it back. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if we, when we, when it's we more of a Trump red line, a, a you mess with us, we're going to take you out. <laughs> right. They've got, they understand their, the real red lines. Dude, market today, whatever, whatever it is today, market. When we see a woman in a position of influence in, in the Taliban government, then all bets are off. They, they, it's not going to happen. These atrocities are going to happen to women are just going to be continue to be behind closed doors because they don't even recognize it as an inequality piece. And hey, I want, I want to take it one step further. One step further. One step further. We're warming up, man. Because this is this is one of the things I'm passionate about and get angry about is pedophiles. People, I posted on my my social media, that nation in Taliban, they are pedophiles, especially against young boys. It is horrific. And I've dealt with veterans who were ordered to stand over a door while wickedness happened against boys, and it messes with veterans' heads. And and that's part of the trauma relief that we've done just for vets. Can you imagine hearing People rape a boy or take a girl as a as a little bride and rape her. And that's Americans, the that's yeah. their that's their MO. Yeah. Forget left, forget right. Let's just talk humans. Everybody has to agree. Everybody has to agree. It's wrong for men to rape boys. It's yeah, wrong 100%. for men rape to period, rape but especially girls. kids. It, yeah. it's, it's so this is something that we take a stand against. And we believe people who do that, no matter where in this world, uh, they should face a consequence. And absolutely, that's why we ask people stand with us against these stinking pedophiles. And I, you know, I wonder if social media is gonna, you know, because you you mentioned the word pedophile, all of a sudden flash. No, I know you've said it about ten times now. I'm wondering the same thing. Yeah. I may not be here tomorrow, friends. If I'm not, yeah. follow me on Rumble. Just yeah. search rumble.com forward slash David. And that's uh, I'm live there right now. But for any of you watching me on Twitter or Facebook, no longer on YouTube, uh, that's where you can find my show. So we're, we're 100 percent with you. We need to get rid of them. They're evil. We got to understand that that there's a presence here in the United States that's pushing for that as well. It seems like it's coming at us from all fronts. But that is that is the MO of the Taliban. Let's take a look at some of the Taliban's newest Christmas presents as of, as of just today. Oh, All right. We're here right now with the Taliban as they enter into the, what was only minutes ago, uh, it was an American controlled portion of the military airport. Now they're taking over. Are those Chinook helicopters? Uh, they, they, I don't think they were CH-47 Chinooks. I didn't look at them closely, but a, a, a modified version. But yeah, that's uh, here, here's here's a piece of solace for you, David. If we didn't we didn't talk about this, so when you when you see this equipment, like these helicopters, etc., all of that is going to degrade, and and unlikely is it going to be cheap for someone to come in and repair that stuff. So it's 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 easy to have or know how to. It's difficult to maintain it. Now, th- but this yeah, is another thing for us to watch. Are we going to see the Chinese and right. other nations come in and be- become the logistic support? 
and the technology support for these drones we've left behind, these other high technology pieces that we've left behind, I think we are. And when we do see that, are we going to react? Are we going to punish in some way the Chinese or these other uh, countries of, of opportunity that are going to take advantage of this? And, and I'm, I'm going to bet also, I bet you we're going to see the Russians back. The mm -hmm. fact that the Russians fought in Afghanistan and underwent the, almost an identical experience that we underwent, I can almost guarantee you that they're going to be back in there working hand in hand with the Taliban because they have a common enemy and it's us. So you talked about, are we going to be able to fight back? I think that depends on who's in the White House. Last video I've got for you guys uh, to uh, to comment on before I let you go. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. But our current commander in chief is, uh, as you were saying earlier, Jeff, uh, is uh, is talking about Hurricane Ida. And as horrible as it is, uh, I, I don't I, I still think it again, American lives lost, period, is horrible anywhere. But a natural disaster is one thing. Can't really do anything about Mother Nature and, and the, the, the hurricanes. But what we're experiencing in Afghanistan right now was preventable. 100%, I believe. I think you agree with me. I think yeah. most anybody with some intelligence yeah. agrees that it was preventable. So it really comes back to who's in charge of our country. Who's the commander in chief? And uh, this is what we've got right now. Good afternoon, everybody. We're waiting for a few more people to get on, but we're going to get started, if that's okay with you all. And thanks for joining me. I'm here. Uh, uh, the FEMA director is on. Uh, uh, FEMA director Chris Walsh, she, she's on. And I'm here with, uh, with my senior advisor and uh, boy who knows Louisiana very, very well, man, and, and New Orleans, uh, and uh, Cedric Richmond. How is it we're even able to laugh at that, David? Well done, though. That was yeah, that was well unbelievable. Done. That's our current commander in chief, and barely yeah. able to get stumble through a sentence with a mask hanging off of his ear. Which again, I think he's been vaccinated. If he's if you've been jabbed, you don't, shouldn't need a mask. Now you need one, or you need two. Then you need another booster. It's not going to end. They're trying to strip away our civil liberties, our individual rights to our own bodily anatomy. They're, they're, they're trying to take that away from us. And we've got this bumbling disaster of an individual in, in charge of this country. What are your, what are your final thoughts, friends? What are, what are your final thoughts? For me, I would say this, that um, we predicted during this crisis in Afghanistan, that'd be a certain point where uh, Americans and vets just wouldn't, wouldn't hold still. And we band together and we went and did and saved thousands of lives, you know, just with the save our allies, uh, we've been able to uh, identify over 12,000 people that were saved. So wow. I, I would say this, there's a certain tipping point where Americans, especially veterans who, who know suffering and sacrifice in order to protect and defend our liberties, will not just sit back and watch our country erode to nothing. Hmm. David, we're heading out. Jeff? We're good. We're picking up a couple of, of key personnel um, tomorrow, and then we're heading up to DC the day after that. And and it, it dovetails off of your 
your video with Biden. And we're, we're looking for who's left. Where, where is the leadership? The, this, this group of people that came together, they've got a bunch of different names. Don't want to out, out, out all of them. It's, it's been disbanded because it was that, it was that single mission. Now we need a new spirit of energy brought into it, a new level of coordination and collaboration and, and leadership. And we, we are, we are willing to assist where we can, but we are on search for that leadership. So we, we ask for your people to pray for, for uh, guidance for us and open doors and then really pray for peace and peace in the United States. I, I, I have to say again, David, this is, this is a direct result of the infighting that we have in, in the United States. Yeah. We have spent yeah. the better part of the last 20 years creating rifts between us based on gender identities, the colors of our skin, our political parties. And it, th- there is nothing we can do to defeat the Taliban if we just comp- continue to fight ourselves. One nation under God is the thing that we have to return to. And if we don't, you and I are going to leave this world with more of this, unfortunately. Well, uh, <laughs> gentlemen, I, I really appreciate your perspective. You've got a very keen and bird's eye uh, insight into what's taking place in Afghanistan. Uh, so thankful for you, Victor. Thankful for you, Jeff. Um, friends, I really want to. I want to want to share that you support Victor Marks and his team and his efforts. Victor Marks with an X dot com. Go to Victor Marks forward slash uh, Victor Marks dot com forward slash Afghanistan for daily up to date, uh, the most up to date briefing you'll get on Afghanistan. And if you want to financially support, as I have been, as my wife and I have been, go to Victor forward slash urgent. Uh, we need these men actively working to bring Americans home. Final question. How long do you think it'll take to get all Americans home, the Americans that we can get home? How long do you think that'll take? I think we're looking at years, David, you know, and, and, and quite honestly, there are missionaries that feel their place is, is there. there with their flock. They won't leave. So I, I certainly don't want to speak out of both sides of my mouth today when the Biden administration continues to label these folks, those that want to stay, those are, those are handfuls of people. Yeah. So we, I, I, what we are going to, we're going to see is some, some mass evacuations again. We're going to, we're going to, I, I believe we're going to be seeing purchasing Americans by the hundreds and plane loads leaving here within the next few weeks and months. It's going to cost a lot of money, but that's what I think is going to happen. And then it's going to go down to a slow trickle. And those Americans that for some reason or another, the Taliban do not want to leave or those Afghani Afghans that the Taliban does not want to leave. That is going to be a, a long, slow route, kind of like the Underground Railroad. You know, there, it, 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 there, this, this, is, this is in place. Um, special forces have been working in Afghanistan for years, have these networks. There's a there's a lot in place. So I, I, honestly, David, I think it's going to be years before we see everybody out of Afghanistan. And it's going to be two or three times that before we see a semblance of assimilation with all of these refugees uh, scattered across the globe in safe places. Well, we know we've got our prayer orders. We've uh, we've got the uh, the mindset that we need to have to understand it's the long game now. And so honored and so proud of you guys for putting yourselves out there uh, and literally putting yourselves in harm's way. And uh, I know we can't go into more details about that, but thank you so much for what you're doing. Um, to be an answer to so many Americans and our friends that are stuck right now, stranded right now because of this current administration. Uh, God bless you guys. I'd love to have you on for updates when you guys can in the future, if that's if that works. We'd love to. Great to see you, David. Great to see you, buddy. All right. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. 
Friends, please share this video. People need to understand what's really taking place. And for me, hopefully after this episode, you feel some, uh, you feel peace. Hopefully there's a settling in your heart and your spirit. Uh, for me, I definitely got that when I spoke to these two earlier before this broadcast and even more so again, just during this broadcast. But Americans need to understand what's going on. We've got to unify. We've got to come together. We, now is not the time to be uh, bickering and picking each other apart and especially the church, especially believers out there. We've got to be more unified than ever. Right now, we need to be united. And uh, a great way to do that and a great way to show support for that is coming up September 11th. I will be speaking at, at the mall, uh, the uh, the D.C. mall in Washington, D.C. on September 11th with Sean Foyt. Some other amazing speakers will be there. Uh, it's Americans coming together, praying for our country, remembering 9-11, and then asking God to help. We need his intervention we need miracles to take place. So September 11th in Washington, D.C., register at letusworship.us. Uh, register so they can get a account for who's going to be there, and uh, and I'll see you there. Otherwise, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And don't forget, go to MyPillow.com, find something nice, and use that code TRUMP2020. God bless you all. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr., Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.